Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Hey, hey, hey. Is that why you wrote that? No, I just decided in What's the that moment. from? I don't know, actually. I feel like it's from something and... Hey, hey, hey. It's like that debate we had last night about uh, where Pudama, Pudama... Yeah, I said Scrappy Doo, thought it was Scrappy Doo and I was like, no, because I can hear who's saying it in my head. Like, they're saying it in this voice and I said it in the same voice, didn't you I? You did. Um, but I couldn't think who it was. Scrappy Dappy Doo was, let me at him, let me at him. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> Very good impression. Thank you. And... uh who was... It was the Lion of uh, Wizard of Oz. It was. It was the Lion of... Yeah. Because he says it very like... Yeah. I wonder how... That'll either be really annoying or really nice to listen to. Yeah. That's supposed to be one of the things on... You, we're supposed Just to so everybody knows, it's not nice that. for me because I'm basically getting spit. spat on. I'm, I'm currently wiping sweat. Uh, spit you are me. also very sweaty. I have just come back from a run, haven't exactly. I? Exactly. Mm. Phil showered and then went for a run. That's an interesting way of doing things, isn't it? I wanted it? to be feeling cleansed for my run, if that's all he right. He also ran out with his hat on. I did and then I had to come back again. So <laughs> got, if you want to work out an extra way to get an extra 100 metres in, <laughs> run out with something that you should have left at home. <laughs> come running back, chuck my hat in, went again. Surprising twist turn of events today. Started off very cold, no quite warm. Especially me. That was a really good story. I've got some more like that coming next week. Fantastic. I can't wait for them. <laughs> more, uh, we'll, we'll, look, we'll we'll bring a weather section into the podcast next <laughs> Let's week. Let's not add any more sections Where to this podcast. <laughs> Jen updates you on. We, no, it'll be really interesting because obviously we, we bring this out on a Monday. So you'll get to find out what the weather was like on Thursday <laughs> last week, which will be good for you to know. I can imagine that's going to be incredibly beneficial for you. Thanks for letting us know that, Jen. We're just going to live in the past for a little bit. Appreciate your insight. So I, you know. Anyway, this week. This week, we're going to talk about the idea of health not being just physical. Absolutely. I think um, we seem to have had this discussion quite a lot with people this week. Or it seems to have kind of popped up quite a lot. It has, hasn't it? also feel like it's very, very relevant. I'm just going to jump ahead a little bit on the notes here. But I feel like it's very relevant in the time of life that we're in at the moment. I think. Why is that? <laughs> I hate it when you do those weird love segues. I love segues. <laughs> Overly formal segues. So, Jen, tell us why is that? Tell us why that is. And once you've done that, tell me what the weather's like. <laughs> no, but I think after like a year and a half or whatever it is, I can't even remember anymore, of lockdown. Mm. You're going to work it out now, aren't you? Um, no, but I can't count to that high. No, no. But after such a long time of lockdown and kind of... Um, being stuck inside and not seeing people and not being able to do anything i think this topic is super relevant at the moment mm-hmm. isn't it and Absolutely. i think we've been speaking about it a lot at lifflin and burn in terms of going a bit easier on ourselves a lot of the time with things and i think the concept we're going to talk about today i think is really helpful to put into perspective why what you're potentially doing right now is actually really important 
and not something you should be beating yourself up at if you're potentially going out more and eating out more and doing more things with your friends and family having more occasions where you're eating more things like that so hopefully it helps with your mindset around that part of life right now yeah and you'll have noticed obviously we titled the podcast health isn't just physical so we may as well start by telling you what health is this is from the who yes the whole who world health organization not definition. the local owls it's who who do you know i called a pigeon an owl the other day you did you told me about this yeah yeah so reggie was outside having a wee and there was a pigeon noise and he like looked really startled and i was like oh listen to that owl reggie and it was like eight o'clock no like 10 o'clock in the morning and i was like yeah that wasn't an owl Jen. i like how you corrected him you corrected yourself in front of the dog like it matters yeah. Like he's going to be one day just walking down and go, oh, look at that owl. And I go, it's a pigeon. And he's like, well, Jen said it was an owl. <laughs> Don't speak too loudly. He'll wake up. Okay, sorry. <laughs> anyway, health, what is it? Because it isn't just physical. And as Jen said, this is the, the official definition from the World Health Organization, oh. which is a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease. Now, just from that in itself, we can obviously pick it apart a little bit and say that it's physical, mental, and social well-being. So it isn't just the physical side. And yet, when we speak about health, a lot of us, if we was to ask to define it, would probably run down or run through the physical side of it. Which I is, eat well, I move well. Like yeah, it's all physical but... stuff. Like It's stuff that we do for our physical appearance, for our physical, how we feel physically. It's always about the physical changes we can make or where we're at currently physically and how we look physically and how clothes fit us and what our weight. It's always the physical things that we focus on. And because of that, when we try to make any kind of changes, we then focus on making physical changes. And I think the big reason is, and I'm doing a little bit of reading on it at the moment, actually, it's this idea of like, if I make those physical changes, I'll be happy. So mm-hmm. therefore I'll make physical changes. And what we then forget about is all the other stuff that makes up the rest of us. And there was actually, in one of the books I was reading, there was a percentage actually about like the, the different aspects of us and how small the percentage of like physical is. And it was like 20% or something. So we're kind of like really focusing on like 20% of us and forgetting about 80%, yeah, it's which really is quite a lot. Yeah, it's really when you break it down like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. And as Jen kind of touched on then, I know she said she'd kind of got ahead of us a little bit in the podcast, but it really, really genuine, and I think it's so important to mention it again, it is so important that we remember that we've been in lockdown. We have been in something that we have never been in before, something we'll probably never be in again. So it's okay if right now, putting all your time, effort, attention into your physical health is something that you kind of feel like you want to because you've been stuck inside, but you kind of feel like you can't because you want to go and do other things like go out and go on holiday and meet your friends and see people and enjoy that side of it. It's okay if you feel a bit confused at the moment and feel a bit almost like all these things are in like almost like a tug of war in, yeah. in a way. Like they're pulling you in different directions. You're like, I want, you know, I want to really focus on my physical health because I've not really been allowed to do that. But I also want to see my friends and I also want to go on hot. Like I want to do all this stuff and it can feel a little bit overwhelming. So I guess the first thing is to just almost normalize that and say, that's all right if that's how you feel right now. But as Jen said, hopefully as we run through this podcast, it will, number one, ease your mind because... 
we'll obviously give you some strategies and a way in which we can help to overcome that. But number two is your mind knowing that it isn't just you and it is mm-hmm. a big part of what we're talking about in the Yeah, lots of people right are feeling it. And I think we, we obviously are in contact with lots of different coaches and I think a lot of people are giving up on the goals as a result of this. And mm-hmm. I think a Learn and Burn, something that we've been talking about a lot, is actually just trying to find a balance between it all 100%. and trying to find a way to look after our physical health, but also our mental and our social health as well because that's really suffered this last year it really mm. has and I think having that boost is really incredibly important for all of us right now and I think another important thing to pick up on is that physical health doesn't just mean losing weight either no. like you can have someone who is absolute stick thin and is not physically healthy because they don't feel the body well and they don't move for the right reasons or whatever it may be like I think it's important to understand that sometimes just being where you're at right now weight-wise and learning how to be looking after our bodies by eating really nutritious foods so we feel like we've got energy but also moving our body in a way that we enjoy like that is just as important as long as we are eating foods that fuel us well and moving really well so that our body is, is getting that in there I think that is probably sometime or majority of the time I would say more important than losing weight yes there's health complications that can potentially come with being overweight and sometimes that is incredibly important for our long-term health mm-hmm. but in this moment that might not be the thing that's the most important and it's quite hard isn't it to kind of talk about and I know I struggle sometimes to put this into words because it's almost quite contradictory that yes losing weight can be beneficial for your health right now that might not be the priority and it might not be the priority for a long time and it never actually has to be a priority but we just need to know that losing weight can benefit us Mm -hmm. but we also know that losing weight can actually be detrimental to us dependent Mm -hmm. on the way that we're doing it and i know you yeah and the time of life that we're in as well like it's just it's just knowing when and how to do it in a way that protects us Mm -hmm. basically and in in how we can do it in a safe way so that we're looking after ourselves mentally because I've had a couple of conversations actually with a few different people this week who um have both said that they got to almost like the peak in terms of physical appearance and like they were ridiculously happy with their body but actually taking a step back they weren't happy in themselves at all and this particular person that I was speaking to on a call who went into in depth a little bit more in this idea is that she had been in like a challenge environment so you know like your typical like 12 eight week challenges where you eat practically nothing and you lose a shed ton of weight and then she basically said she looked at herself and physically she was like I looked amazing but I'd lost my period I was sleeping rubbish I had no energy and I had a really negative relationship with food because I felt as though there were certain foods that I couldn't eat because I would put on weight again and I think just looking at it from that perspective just really highlights this idea that weight loss doesn't equal health Mm-hmm. It, like health is more than just how much we weigh on the scales like health is how we sleep our energy having a healthy period like a period a healthy period is a marker a really strong marker of our health having a really positive relationship with food all of these aspects that she was lacking are the bigger markers of health than what our weight says on a, a, some scales like and and i think 
it's always important to remind ourselves of that factor. Absolutely. And you might be listening to this right now and you might be thinking you're wrong because when I was smaller, when I was 10 kg lighter, when I could fit into a certain size dress, when I could do X, Y, and Z, I was happier. And we, me and Jen have this conversation a lot, like, and I'm, like genuinely quite a lot. Um, and what we found is over the years in our experience is that, yes, you may have felt better when you was a size, what, let's throw some random numbers at it. When you was, let's say a size 10 and you was 70 kg, and you were smaller and the image in the mirror you saw was different, you might have been happier, but it's not because of those things. What we have to remember is that in order to lose weight, in order to change our physical appearance, there's quite a number of things that we probably have to do. Like we probably have to be outside more and moving more. We probably have to be exercising. We probably have to be, you know, nourishing our body and eating foods that make us feel fuller. And there are, you know, there's the right way to go about it to lose weight. There is, you know, we're not demonizing it and saying you shouldn't. However, the point I was trying to make was you might have five, ten years ago, whenever it was, been smaller, lighter, fit into smaller clothing and also been happier. And it's important the wording of that. It's not because of you being Love smaller. That, yeah. It's also as well as. Because and, you, Sorry, I was sorry. just going to say, that what then happens is you link the two. So you go, right, when I was 25, I was smaller and I was happier. So therefore, I was happier because I was smaller. Now that you're 30, 35, 40, whatever it is, you're saying, well, if I just get back down to that size, I'll be as happy as I was. What you've got to remember is when you were 25, you probably had less responsibilities. You probably went out more. You probably had a bigger social life. You probably had more events. There's probably more going on that made you happier. You might now be in a phase of your life where there's less going on, where you're not actually doing anything for you anymore. You're not going out and moving anymore. You're not exercising anymore. You're not nourishing your body anymore. So what we have to remember is doing all these positive things for us is what makes us feel better. But a byproduct of that is you might lose weight as well. Mm -hmm. It isn't the weight loss that makes you happier. It's all the stuff you're doing for you. Yeah, I think that's so, so important to detach the two. Mm -hmm. And I say this to people all the time, like, Weight loss isn't going to make you happier. It's all the things that you do that result in the weight loss that make you happier. 100%. Like, think about that time when you were potentially a smaller size and think about the things that you were doing for yourself. Were you feeling your body well? Were you exercising and getting outside more? Were you connecting with more people because you were feeling better in yourself? Like, because you were looking after yourself more? Like, all of them interlink and intermingle to um, leave you feeling really good. And... Um, and I think if we think and connect it back to last, last week's, week's podcast. Yeah, it's very relevant to that. Because if you've listened to episode 41, was I it? think it is, yeah. I always forget what number we're yeah. on. Yeah, 41. So if you listen to episode 41, you'll have... And to be honest, actually, I just wrote this on my story, actually. I think that was one of the best responses we've ever had to a yeah. podcast. The amount of downloads we got so quickly and the amount of people that said it resonated with them yeah. was huge. So definitely go back and listen to that if you've not yeah, listened you've to it not. already. Um, but if you haven't, this is a quick snapshot. But as Jen said, go listen back. But we were talking about this idea of like turning dials up and turning dials down and like focusing on certain things and not forgetting about other things, but just turning the dial down a little bit so you've got a bit more headspace to focus on others. And this in itself is similar. There's going to be certain aspects that you need to potentially turn up and turn down on a hour by hour, day by day, week by week, month by month basis. However, the goal is to have balance all around. So we want to think about that full picture of of health. We said at the beginning it was physical, mental and social. So there might be times where you, you know, you might want to turn up that dial on physical health. You might want to, you might be, you know, if you're going to the gym, you might want to turn up that, you know, the physical health aspect of things. If you're um making you dinner i don't know you might want to focus on that as well is that what you was going to touch on 
Yeah. Sorry, I'm just talking about Jen's bit. I mean, you talk about my bit. I do do that a lot. You do it more than I do. Anyway, (laughs) as I was saying, you might just want to be more aware of the different areas that you then want to focus on. Where's my energy going now? What am I? Yes. What's your priority? What's my priority? What's my purpose in this moment? It's like, if you're going out for, and again, this is where it's important. Sorry to take your bit, Jen. This is where it's important. What we're not saying is, when you go out with your pals for a Saturday night out, that social health goes to 100 and physical health goes to zero. Yes, I think that's so important. That's the point we're trying to make. It's not about 100 and zero. It's about saying, do you know what? The purpose of the evening is social health. I've not seen my mates in 18 months. So it's really important that I go out and that I know that my purpose is social health. That doesn't mean that my physical health doesn't exist. And you go out and you drink 1,000 drinks and eat 10,000 pizzas and... Like, it's not, like, off. It's not that on and off. It's not turned off. There's still something there saying my physical health matters. And again, though, and this is to kind of flip it on its head, that also doesn't mean that your physical health's at 100%. You don't need to turn down every drink of alcohol. You don't need to turn down that pizza. It's just having an awareness of all of them, knowing that your physical, mental, and social health is important, and knowing that you still need to do certain things for different things, but just in that moment, your social health might be more important. In fact, probably is and should be. But like I said, you, you, or as we were saying, your physical health isn't zero. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it, put it into perspective, when you go to, I don't know, whatever you're going on Saturday night with your mates, your social health is probably more important than when you went to the gym on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Because your physical health was probably the dial turned up at that moment. Yeah, and it's w- all right to be able to do it. In fact, yeah. it's really skilled. It is, and that's that. what we work with clients to do mm-hmm. isn't it we, we work with clients to find that balance of where and, and help them understand which dial needs turning up and which dial needs turning down a little bit and give them tips on how they can do that and I think the idea that like Phil was saying like say you go to I don't know barbecue with your friends I've got like a um, client she's going to a wedding this weekend and she was like I said just go and have a good time I said like don't forget about what your physical goals are I said, but just mindfully eat. So just think about what you're eating. Think about your portion sizes. Be really present when you're eating your food. But your priority is to go and be social. Enjoy being with people. Enjoy that day. That is your focus within that moment. That is your marker of health within that moment. And actually, what we do if we accept that and consciously say my marker of progress and success in this moment is that I am socially enjoying myself that then gives us that permission to go easier on ourselves because we are making that conscious decision and then that impacts us mentally because we're able to enjoy the day more we're able to be present more and we're able to not feel that intense guilt because we feel as though we're putting our physical health on the back burner and we're failing and I think that snowball effect by just giving yourself that permission to put your social health and turn that dial up is really really important and it, it it's knowing that that doesn't mean we're not looking after our health it means that we're looking after the other aspect of our health that we also need to make sure we're looking after and i think on the flip side if we look at our mental health sometimes we eat food just because it tastes good and it feels really great and that doesn't mean that that food is going to be good for our physical health but if we look at the bigger picture sometimes we just need some food for our mental health and because we enjoy it and we want enjoyment in our life and we don't want to be constantly eating nutritious foods 100% of the time because we don't need to be doing that we're just looking at the 
majority of the time we're fueling our body with really good nutritious foods that gives our body the energy that it needs that allows us to feel really great but also we eat some foods that give us mental enjoyment as well and I think we can put that spin on this idea of sometimes food isn't for our physical health sometimes food is for our emotional and mental health and that is also okay because that is another area of our health that we need to be looking after and seeing that bigger picture is so important i think this in itself and this isn't me just plugging lift learn and burn although it's pretty much going to be me plugging lift learn and burn <laughs> when i say it because you're going to be like you're lying to me phil you are literally plugging lift learn and burn but just verbalizing all this and getting this out and saying this for this podcast has made me realize now why a lot of our clients or all of our clients do so so well and, and at I the moment because, are thriving when a lot of people are failing actually absolutely yeah and it's because we've got me jen and kira who are helping everybody with their physical health we've got amy who is helping everybody with their mental health and we've got an incredible community of absolute legends yeah. who is helping everybody with their social health yeah. within the whatsapp group within the facebook so yes there's kind of like it intertwines yes you know me jen and kira help with mental health and social health as well I'm sure Amy, because she's going to do the mastermind tonight on how physical health can um, impact, her mental impact health. your mental yeah. health. So she's going to touch on that. So it's all intertwined, but we've also got a specific focus on each bit. So like when you are chatting to each individual, you know what your focus is. When you're in that WhatsApp group, your focus is, right, I'm going to turn up my social health. I'm going to have a chat with people, but I'm having a chat about my physical health. So I can turn that one up a little bit. Mm. And then when I'm going to the mastermind that Amy's doing right now, it's my mental health. I need to focus now on you know, looking at all aspects of my mental health and how I can progress on that side of things. So maybe I don't need to worry too much yeah. about like thinking about food and training, etc. And it and just I think, works yeah, so it, well. It is so intertwined because I think if our mental health isn't where it needs to be, then we struggle to make the decisions that are going to be beneficial for our physical health. And same mm. being, if we're physically active, it has a positive impact on our mental health. So it it, it is so massively intertwined. and Absolutely. and. and interlinked and I think that's why we kind of wanted to do this podcast today to help you understand that if you feel as though your physical health isn't as much of a priority at the moment that is okay because you are probably prioritizing your social and emotional uh, social emotional and mental health at this moment in time and that is okay because that's probably what you need right now and that doesn't mean that you're failing or that you need to give up on your physical goals it just means that you need to find a way to just like we said last week dial them down a little bit for a minute and um, and i suppose to summarize it's just it's it's about understanding in one given moment which aspect of your health is your priority and being really proactive about actually physically saying it out loud at this event I am going to be prioritizing my social health and I'm going to turn that physical health dial down for a minute. When I go to the gym, that physical health uh, dial is going up. That's my priority, actually. So is my mental health dial because I know that the gym makes me feel really good as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just being really active and physically saying out loud what your intention is for each moment of the day and what aspect of your health this is benefiting, basically. I guess that's why the uh, the LLMB event next, next week. We can 
Saturday. Week on Saturday. It's going to be so huge because yeah. it's going to impact your physical, your mental and your social health. Yeah. It's going to be such it's a It's an all-round great day for health. I'm very excited for that. Yes, me I'm too. Buzzing for just it. confirmed our little venue for the evening, haven't we? Oh, we have. It's all getting exciting. It feels real. We've just... Oh, we've got also, if you're a client listening, as well, we, we have got giveaways that we're going to be doing. Flipping if you're a client and, and you've not added on yet, there is absolutely still time because the venue that we've confirmed is... Massive. It's not massive. It's huge. We have got some extra space. Seats so, 500, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but if you're a client and you want to add on last minute, um, then please do so because it would be great to get some more faces there. Absolutely. Right, before we go, do you want to put me on the spot, JK? Yeah, okay. Who's this from? Uh, this one's from Caroline. She sent it a while ago, though. Did you? Yeah, I've just not used it yet. Yeah. Um, What job did you want to do when you were younger? Oh, when I was younger? What did I want to do? Oh, well, doesn't count <laughs> as a job. Yes. I wanted to be a footballer. No, of course you did. Well, <laughs> like every boy on the planet. I don't know if that call... Oh, that's very sexist, Janka. Um, Sorry, and girls. And girls. I... More boys, though. What did I want to do? I wanted to be a footballer for a long time. And then I wanted to be a teacher. So I did it and I hated it. <laughs> but I only wanted to be a teacher because everyone... I was... St- I mean, I still am a bit of a sheep. But I got told I'd be a really good one. Like, everybody around me, you'd be such a good teacher, Phil. You should be a teacher. So I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. Now you're teaching in a different way. I'm teaching in a very different way, yeah. I actually Still enjoy teaching. this job. <laughs> I love this so job. So do I. This one's brilliant. Um, so yeah, I know it's a bit of a boring answer, but I wanted to be a footballer and I wanted to be a teacher. I think I probably also wanted to be like, a, I don't know, an astronaut and stuff when I was like five, but I can't remember <laughs> that far back. I probably wanted to do all that stuff. But I never really... I, do you know what? This is actually interesting. I, I never really, and this is going to be a weird way to explain it, never really understood what happened after like high school. Yeah. I didn't quite get it when I was in high school. I don't think I was your very well prepared. Your family didn't go to what? Uh, none of your family went to uni, did they? No, they didn't, no. You were the first person in your family to go. I was, yeah. What a waste of time that was. I may as well not have been. Um, <laughs> but I I don't think I was very well prepared for you leave high school, what happens next? So much so that when I was in high school, I actually didn't... Uh, my application for college was late because I didn't know how to apply. I didn't know how to apply. I didn't really know what was going to go oh, on. Fair. I didn't know what to do next. So I, did I was, you not have like careers people helping? I don't think so. That's what I mean. I don't remember that. There was probably a careers day that I probably just didn't go to. No. Like I said, I did a post on this the other day, and I was so down the middle. No one told me what to do. <laughs> they just kind of let me carry on. They're like, oh, Phil will be all right. Phil knows what he's doing. He'll well, be I all need right. Some violins in the back end. I know. Can you play violin? Uh, my mum can. I'll get her own. You will, yeah. <laughs> you can come and play violin in the corner. Yeah, this is very. I'm being quite open here, Jen, and you're just taking them a car. Sorry. It's not very nice. Continue with your opening. What's the thing you always say? Complex. Complex. Don't know what that means, so I can't say it. Can or an agenda. An agenda. That no, no, you said it. No, you said agenda the other day, and I was like, no, it's complex. I always say you'll you give do. me a complex. Yeah, agenda doesn't make sense. But yeah, it's. I think I never really knew what happened next. So I never. I was never. I wasn't driven at all when I was in school. I wasn't driven to do anything. I just played football. I had no desire, no goals, no like focus. What I wanted to achieve when I was younger, and it was only actually from my early twenties. Where I was like, what do I actually want to do? Like, where do I actually... And it was whilst I was teaching. And I think actually that teaching role was really pivotal for me because it made me actually sit back. Bit of helicopter vision, as Jen calls it. Mm. Look, look, like take myself away and go like, what do I actually want from life? And then I became a PT. Mm. Not look back since. Absolutely love it. Like literally this job is as cheesy and as cliche as it is. Not work. I literally, well, we literally love it, yeah. don't we? It is just it's great. Incredible. It's great. I am actually so glad I failed as a teacher. 
I'm, I'm so quit. glad that I quit. Mm. I meant quit. I didn't fail. I didn't That's what I said. I don't think you failed. I, didn't sacked. I just literally got to a point where I was about three months in and was like, I'm not the type of person who gives up easily, but I hate this. I used to say you'd be a really good teacher, didn't I? You did? Well, you got me in teaching the kids. I did. I kids. got Phil in teaching the kids and he was genuinely a really good teacher. I think the thing is we both could have been very... Well, I was a very good teacher and you could have been a very good teacher. It was teacher, funny because just... I remember at the end of the day he was like, I was sat there thinking he's doing such a good job and then I was like, oh, he did used to do it though, to be fair. like It's not like it's the first time he's doing in front of <laughs> yeah. a group of... Like in a classroom, like he has done it before. Um, right. Reggie's stirring, so... Reggie, you ready for Learn It or Burn It this week? I'm going to wake him up by cackling, hopefully, as long as it's a good one. Have you got one? I have, yeah. Chelsea, by any chance? No. Oh, who? Mm. Uh, Becky. Oh, Becky's throwing one in this week. Becky is throwing one in this week. Interesting. It's a nice quick one as well. Okay, go. It's actually an interesting fact. Did you know that Bruce Lee had a vegan... (laughs) I've already laughed at it. Called Brocco. Brocco. Broccoli. (laughs) Do you like that one? Story the other day and it really made one? me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. She sent it to me. I can't remember what she said. Say it again because I laughed over it because I was I loved it. Just in case other people want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you that didn't hear it, did you know? Interesting fact that Bruce Lee has a vegan brother called Brocco. Broccoli. Broccoli. <laughs> I liked it as well. I, like, I really liked it. When, it. when I saw it, I was like, that's really good. Yeah, I sent laughing faces. I bet she was gutted when I sent laughing faces because she'd probably already sent it to you at that point then. Uh, prote- yeah, I would imagine she would have. Yeah. yeah, I would imagine she would have. I, I learned that Brilliant. Um, she, yeah, she uh, followed it up with, I'm just submitting my joke for the next podcast. Submitting my joke. I cried with laughter. <laughs> I love that. That's a formal message. It's a very good joke. I laughed twice at it. Four times? Four times? You've laughed twice today? Oh my goodness. Oh. I know what else I laughed at. What? I'm going to play that video of you. Oh, of me? So, Quick um, story. They might not be able to hear it. They will. Okay. Um, so basically, um, Reggie doesn't <laughs> listen to Phil and we decided it was because Phil's... It's a bit of a broad statement. It's not that bad. <laughs> no, not like... So he listens to me a bit more, doesn't he? Yeah. And you were like, I wonder if it's because your vo- voice is like more high-pitched. Mm-hmm. So Phil started joking and doing his voice in a really high-pitched voice. And then when he took him to the groomers the other day, he was taking a picture of the silly bow in his hair. If you haven't seen it, it's ridiculous. Terrible. Ask me and I'll send you a picture. We took it out rapid. No, you didn't. You left it in until I got home. That's what I mean. We took it out rapid. I wanted when you to I see got it. Back. And then we got rid of oh, it. Oh, see, here he is. He knows we're talking about him. So um, when, um, when he was trying to get his attention... Phil did a, a live photo and I was like, oh, let's let's watch the live photo. And when I watched the live photo, I heard this. <laughs> That's my, and honestly, you might laugh, but it works. If you could see the live photo, he's looking away. And when I do a high pitch Reggie, he turns around and faces me. Yeah, but. I don't think you obviously expected me. And honestly, that started as a joke and you've quite literally used it to get his attention for the photo. Oh, yes, we are talking about I mean, you. I don't get embarrassed. Give us a minute, like mate. I couldn't care less. I just think it's brilliant that it works, <laughs> to be honest with you. I found a way to communicate with the dog. Finally. That, I think that's why I'm not bothered by it. Because yeah. I'm finally getting his attention. <laughs> I say, Reggie, you just walked off. Reggie! See? <laughs> He's not bothered. Anyway, hope yeah. you... Um, Reggie... Ever so timely, has joined in at the end of the episode again. Yeah, he sleeps for about 50 minutes. Good work, lad. Yeah. Wow, uh, is that how long we've been going? No, no we didn't start at 10, did we? No, but he fell asleep 50 minutes ago. Oh, right, okay. It's not all about us, Jen. <laughs> right. Well, so next week, what we're going to do is we're going to start 10 minutes earlier. <laughs> yeah. And he won't wake up. Fingers crossed. 
Look at him staring at us. Oh, I know. Is that any it. danger you can give me some attention? <laughs> I don't understand who you're speaking to. <laughs> There's literally no one <laughs> oh, Okay, right, right. We're leaving, fine. Right, all right. Fine. See you all later. Yeah, the boss has called us. <laughs> Bye. Have a fantastic week. See you later.